0: Our leader will now share for 20 to 25 minutes describing what it was like, what happened, and what it is like now. Let's welcome tonight's speaker, Patricia. Hi, everybody. I'm a gratefully recovering c- compulsive overeater. My name's Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Patricia. And I, um, I qualify for a century person. I, uh, my top weight was 370 pounds. I was a very big girl, believe me. <laughs> Um, and I'm, I was still the same height. I actually was a little taller. I shr- I'm shrinking down to size now. And I'm, when I, once I hit 60, I started shrinking down to size. And um, some of you know me for a long time. Some of you I know a very long time. And um, anyway, let's see what it was like, what happened, what it's like now. That's what I usually do. First, let's, uh, I want to welcome the newcomers. And I hope you find something here that, that you can uh, hook onto. Because I did. Um, I, started, I came back to OA, it'll be uh, three years in March. Um, I was um, eating a certain substance, I'm not going to describe it, other than it was in a cellophane bag and I was eating it on the freeway with the car moving. That's a very dangerous thing to do. And I could have killed someone else or myself having done that. And um, so that was, that, was my last, that was my last relapse. And um, so this year it'll be three years in March. I'm very, very grateful. And um, so what happened was I, start, I went to this, um, I used to go to the meeting with this woman from my, my fellowship I live in Marin. And she has a business and I called her. She, she used to go to the Wednesday night meeting in the city. And I called her on a Wednesday. This was when I was, I was finally done. I thought, I, can't, I, can't, I just can't do this anymore. I'm gonna kill somebody and it would have been me. I wouldn't, it wouldn't really hurt anybody else. And so um, I called this woman, and sometimes it was hard to reach her because she was busy with her business, but she always would call back. But that particular night, she answered the phone. And I said, are you going to the meeting tonight? She said, yes. I said, can I ride along with you? She said, yes. And so we had this meeting together. So we had the meeting from Marin to the city. It's on Tara Valley. if you ever want to come. And we had a meeting together, and then we had the meeting, which is a, you know, an hour meeting, and then on the way back we had another meeting. And when I was at the meeting, my original sponsor was there all those years, and I still had her phone number on my cell phone. And on the way home, she dropped me off in my car, and I called her, I called this woman, and I asked her if she'd be my sponsor. And she's been my sponsor ever since. So, you know, if you don't believe in God, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, if you don't believe... I mean, you have to believe in God. I mean, this is a, God, this is a God-based program. And you, you need to believe in God. And if you don't believe in God, you'll get there. You have to get there somehow. Because, um, okay, so anyway, so I have this spectacular sponsor. And I talk to her all the time. And sometimes we even get in a little... Little problems because both of us are, we, nobody's perfect here. Anyway, um, so let me just tell you a little bit about my food because I think, you know, some people don't talk about food and they say in their share that you could ask them later. Why would I ask you? Why would you want to ask me later? Don't you want to know now? I mean, I want to tell you. If you don't want to know, I'm going to tell you anyway. I abstain perfectly from sugar, flour, Corn, peas, beans, potatoes. Potatoes are my potatoes are my my any kind of potatoes. And um, so, what happened for me in this program was I found a way to do it somebody else's way, which is I followed the sponsor. You know, um, I was telling um, I was telling Ashlyn before the meeting that. When I first came to OA, so this was in 1989, um, and I had a big, very big weight loss then, but at that point, I was going to visit friends in Oakland, and it was a, they were a young couple. They're, they're still very close friends of mine. And I would go over to their house on the weekend, and I would just totally pig out. And then the following weekend, I had to go to a store to buy clothes in the next size because the clothes that I wore the weekend before already didn't fit me. And I have to tell you, if I stopped on the way home now at the Safeway, it would be the same thing all over again. So I don't stop at the Safeway. I don't stop anywhere. And I have the right food in my refrigerator. I even have a husband who eats differently than I do. And he has, um, I'm very proud to say he's lost 120 pounds. And he's not on OA. He does it some other way. He does it with this Fitbit thing. I have a Fitbit too. I got a Fitbit. He gave me a Fitbit for Christmas. So that helps me. Uh, it helps me exercise. It helps me get off my fat ass. <laughs> so I hear, you know, it, it's, sometimes it's, it's funny. It, it, says it, in a, it says it in a weird way. It says it like in the opposite way of reading it. Sometimes I can't even read what it says. It says like, go girl. <laughs> It's like, it's like fuck you, go girl. I don't want to do, you know, I'm not getting up. You know what I mean? But the one thing, the one thing, that, the one thing that has happened for me in Overeaters Anonymous is that I, I learned to exercise, and I love it. And I don't do it with my husband. I do it by myself. I go on this certain route around my house. Um, I go up a hill and down a hill. And actually, when I started doing it a few years ago... It was really funny because I, I kind of got lost. It was my own neighborhood. But I, I kind of got lost in the neighborhood because I couldn't figure out which way to go. And I had my cell phone with me, but my cell phone had said no service. So I'm like on the way home and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to find my house again. But I found my way. You know, we figured out a way to do that. So that's another thing I do. Um, you know, A lot of people say, you, know, you don't have to exercise. You don't have to do anything. You can go. You can leave right now and go to the Safeway. You know, <laughs> good luck to you. You know, it's not about that. It's it's about about figuring out uh, a different way to do it. I mean, that's the that's the best experience. Best. Um, there's a woman in this room. I'm just gonna have to tell you her Sam her story. I'm not gonna t- tell you who she is, but I mean, she, she she has like 40 years or 45 years, and she used to call me because she was gonna have an egg. She was worried about a freaking egg. And she's calling me to ask me about an egg. How she would prepare the egg. You know? But that's what we have each other here. And take people's numbers and call people. Don't, you can't do this alone. That's the whole point. And I was also telling Scott, like, I met this woman. I met her through my job. I, um, anyway, she's a very beautiful woman. She's from France. And she's a very beautiful woman and she asked me if I could help her with her program. But as it turned out, like she's a bulimic. Like I never took a bulimic, I don't know, from bulimia. I've heard a lot about bulimia in the program, but it's not, that's not my experience, so I told her that right away. I told her that's not my experience, and now she hasn't called me, but that's okay. She'll find somebody who has that experience. I think that for myself, I find that for me, the best way to follow this program is to find somebody who has the same kind of experience that I have, you know. Um, I don't know, I just, um, I go to, I go, try to go to three meetings a week. Sometimes I go to five meetings a week. Sometimes I go to seven meetings a week because I'm so, I'm so incensed by the whole thing, like, how did I do that? You know, and then I'm, I'm getting in an arguing with my husband about his thing. So it's like I gotta get out of the house, I gotta go to a meeting. So I just go to a meeting. You know, even if it's not a great meeting, like where I live, there aren't the greatest meetings, I just have to say. It's kind of sad. <laughs> but you know, when you go to a really good meeting, you know that you, you've gotten like nourished. But I don't have I don't ha- we don't have those meetings where I live. So I go to I the other night I went to Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa's a little bit far. But I went with this other friend, and she spoke, and it was, it was a great experience. And you know what? We were the only two thinner people in the room. Everybody else was obese. That doesn't mean you're not going to get that. You know what I mean? You have to just try to figure out your own way. That's what it is. I mean, that's my experience. I don't, I don't, want, to, um, you know, I don't want to tell you otherwise, but, you know, I'm really, really careful about my food. You know, I, I don't really eat too many eggs, so they're not, real. you know, I, I sometimes have like a hard-boiled egg, and then I really want the mayonnaise. Like, I don't, I don't really eat mayonnaise anymore. I used, to, I used to eat the whole jar of mayonnaise. Like, I wanted to be in the jar of the mayonnaise. And then one day I thought to myself, you know what, I don't want the mayonnaise anymore. It's not a good thing for me. So you know what I do? I take an egg, a hard-boiled egg, and I smash it up. I have this like little machine that I smash it up, and I eat it with mustard on it. I eat the you know Dijon mustard. I've learned to really like it. I don't. I never liked it before, you know. But uh, I guess I've changed what I do in the program. I, just, I hope I'm not. Too, oh, I still have ten more minutes. Um, you know, I just. Um, I guess that my, my, my main experience that I could share with you is that I'm do, I do it somebody else's way. That's the key. So if you find somebody who you want to call on the phone and you get their phone number, and even if you can't reach them, you call them and you leave, their, you leave your number and you ask them to call you. And then you know what the funniest thing is? Then at the last second, when you really need their help, they call you. It's a wonderful thing. Now that is God. That to me is God. Because you, you needed that phone call, you know. You needed to get somebody else on the phone. I call people. I don't even know who they are. I have this list of people's names. I don't know who they are. It says their name. I know their name, but I don't know, oh, what meeting they go to or anything like that. But I call them anyway. And then I have this woman calling me. And I get a little, sometimes I get a little like, like in an argument with this woman. I don't know Why? But I said to her the other day, I said, are we, are we gonna be friends? Because I, I feel like a little bit antagonistic here. You know, what do you wanna do? Like, and it's, it's very interesting. You know, we all, we, all have, we all have different experiences here. But the, the, main thing of, the main thing is having an experience here. That's what you have to do. You have to go to a meeting. You have to ask somebody else how they're doing what they're doing, you know? Um, now, also, you have to read. You have to read a lot. I I should have brought a book with me. I think I, you know, I think I left it in the car. I think I did bring it, but um, well, here's like a plan of eating. You know, dignity of choice is one of the pamphlets. Um, If I, you know, I tell you, if I thought that I could have a baked potato, even if it wasn't with butter on it, that's it. That's it for me. These clothes would not fit me anymore. I know that. So I'm not going to have a baked potato. I'm not having any potatoes. My husband has these, like, little, really gorgeous Japanese sweet potatoes. And they're on his program, but they're not on my program. So I don't eat them. I just don't... I just... It's a, it's a choice. It's definitely a choice. Um, I do eat a lot of food. I have to say, I do eat a lot of food. So usually, um, usually for my breakfast, I have, like... I eat two meals of yogurt a day. I eat yogurt for breakfast, I eat yoga for lunch, or I eat yoga for dinner. And lately my husband and I have been having lunch at we've been having dinner at lunchtime. Because I get off work at ten in the morning. I work from five to ten in the morning. I work at the YMCA at Linda. I've been there twenty-two years. And so like sometimes I'll go home and my husband I making a chicken already on the barbecue, and that's really nice. And then at night, I have a small portion of yogurt. I weigh it. I put it in a little cup. I do weigh my food. I weigh and measure my food. When I weigh and measure my food, it takes all of two seconds. It's like the, the easiest thing. But if I don't weigh and measure my food, how do I know how much I'm having? I could have this much fish. What good is that? You know what I mean? So I put, it in, I put that on a scale, the fish I put on a scale, and the yogurt I put in a cup. It takes a minute, and then I have the cup. And I know it's I put actually I have a I get a cup and a quarter. And I it's funny, when I have vegetables I put usually those in a cup too. And when I put the vegetables in a cup, I have to tell you, I take a spoon and I push the shit out of it <laughs> because I'm entitled to a whole cup of vegetable. And my husband looks at me and he says, "Wow, you really have a lot of vegetables." And when it comes out of the cup, it's a lot of vegetables. And then I get to, for dinner, I get to, or for lunch, depending on what I'm eating, I get two cups of salad, that's a lot of salad. So I have sometimes I have lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers. Radishes, I make a really good two cups of salad and I get one tablespoon of dressing One tablespoon of dressing is fine enough for me And then I take that salad I put it on my plate and I put the dressing on it I measure the dressing in a tablespoon I put it on this the dress the salad and I kind of like mush it around and The first thing I do before I eat it is I ask God to help me. I Just say God, please let me just eat this food just this food, not any other food. No seconds. You know, we, when I started this program, like we were going, we, I, I'm, I'm, I gamble. I'm sorry. I, I, should, I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they invite us to, to Reno and South Lake Tahoe to, to gamble. And the thing is about gambling is, you know, I could eat too much food. And they also have, like, these, these buffets. I call them buffets. Like Jimmy Buffett. But you know what I said to my husband, you know, my husband was very heavy at that point. He hadn't lost his weight. He wasn't really on a food plan or anything. But you know what? I don't want to eat that I don't want to eat that way. So we don't go to those Buffets. And I think to myself, Oh, Jimmy Buffett, and I don't have to go. And I don't go to I don't go to this black black diner, black something diner, I don't can't stand that. I like to go to a nice expensive restaurant and I get a nice piece of steak and my husband and I share it down the middle and we get the vegetable get the same food. And I don't measure it because I'm in a restaurant and I know I know what I know how much to eat of the food. You know. And you know, sometimes I think to myself, you know, I'm really worthy of that buffet, but I, I don't want it. I just don't want it. I don't want to eat that way. I don't want my clothes to be tight. I want to feel good about myself, and so I don't eat that, you know. But I tell you that we go to this um, restaurant also in Reno. If you ever go there, it's called Pegs. There's many of them. There's like five of them. And I get the same thing every time And I bring my own fruit with me. They have never said anything to me. They have fruit, but the fruit they have isn't really like good fruit. So I take two or three oranges, small oranges, and I peel them up. I put them in a plastic baggie, and I off, and I get um, a c- cottage cheese, and I put the oranges in the cottage cheese at the restaurant, and nobody has ever said to me, "You're not supposed, to, you're not allowed to bring oranges." To they don't give a shit, you know, <laughs> they really don't. You know, they want to see me slender. They don't even know me, but you know, I look, I look good, and I'm happy that I'm having the oranges, because they have the cantaloupe melon, but the cantaloupe melon they have is, it's not good. And that's the other thing. I only eat good food. I don't want to eat crappy food. And if the food is crappy, I start over and I, get, I, I go to the store and get better food. I'm not eating crappy food. There's no way, Jose. I want good food. So I try to find good food. And actually, I have a wonderful husband. He goes to the farmer's market. So he, like today, he made these Brussels sprouts in the oven. He didn't put anything on them. The only thing was they came out a little bit overcooked. But you know what? They were delicious for me. He didn't like it, so I said to him, "I'll I'll leave it tomorrow." So I had mine for tonight and tomorrow. And Brussels sprouts are real. I love them. But if you if you have Brussels sprouts and you undercook those, you have a gas. It's not a good thing. It's actually it's very disgusting. Also, I stay away from the um, Jerusalem artichokes. Also. Jerusalem artichokes are very nice, but they give you terrible gas. <laughs> and where I work, if I st- I'm standing at the counter greeting people, and all of a sudden I'm going, they don't like that. I don't like it, and they don't like it, so I don't do that. So you, know, you have to figure, you have to figure out your way, anyway. So I, I have four more minutes. So let me just read something here. Okay, I'm going to read this. Up. I'm going to read this first step. To you. Just a little bit. Step one. So, okay. So, obviously, we admitted we were. Pa- this is the first step. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Now, if you're worrying about having an egg. What what kind of? What kind of? Who's worrying about an egg? this woman's worrying about an egg. Oh, I know you. Hi. Hi. So anyway, so the second step is came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So that that's not your sponsor. Your sponsor's not greater than yourself. Only God is greater than yourself. I have to tell you, a lot of people in this program don't believe in God, and that's why they don't get it. But I believe in God. I only know that God is the one who can help me. And so I talk, I, honestly, I talk to God all the time. And I have, I had, I'll just tell you this other experience I had. When I kind of got to my goal weight, there's this man who comes to my, pro, to my work and he kept telling me that I was getting too skinny. Now for one thing, he is no relation of mine. He has no, none of, it's none of his fucking business. <laughs> If I'm too skinny or whatever. First of all, I'm not too skinny. I'm, I'm right-sized. I'm just the right size. I wear the right size. So I am the right size. And I don't really like people to tell me I'm too skinny. I think it's really, I think I actually find it repulsive for someone to say that to me. But the good news is this. He was away and I was away. I had a shoulder surgery. i have been out of work for four months. I had a very big so- shoulder surgery. And I did, this is my first, second week back. And he came in and he didn't say anything to me. And I thought to myself, there's, there's a God now. Because that guy didn't say anything to me. He didn't say hello and he didn't say goodbye and he didn't say you're too thin and anything. The third step is made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand God. That's the whole shebang right there. One, two, and three. I'm not saying you, have, you don't have to do the fourth step. But what I do every day, before, if I can make it I try to make it to the bathroom before I do the first three steps. Sometimes I don't make it to the bathroom, but it's okay, because I still have those three steps, and that's all I've got on a daily basis. I have worked the fourth step, the fifth step, the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth steps, the tenth step where you have to figure out what's going on in your life on that tenth step. The tenth step is the same as the fourth step, But all this stuff that you do, you work with your sponsor. You don't want to do this stuff on your own. You can't get it on your own. You have to work with somebody. And if you're willing to work with somebody, somebody else will help you. So anyway, um, I think I said enough tonight. I said enough. Okay, thank you.